Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 after what was an action-packed Silverstone Grand Prix. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. Let's get into it all. Before we do that, firstly, you have to subscribe. Secondly, uh, following on from qualifying yesterday, Valtteri Bottas was disqualified from the session for not having enough fuel in the car, so he will start from the back of the grid. And before even uh, the race starts, disaster strikes because we see the worst ever rendition of a national anthem thanks to damian lewis who is an actor apparently and should stick to acting because that was god awful anyway on to the race so we have max Verstappen on pole position with lando norris alongside as for tires it was russell ocon yuki and nick devries on the softs everyone else on the mediums and Max Verstappen makes an awful start and Lando Norris takes the lead of the British Grand Prix with Oscar Piastri then challenging Max as he went around. Both McLarens looking very 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 feisty and now we're going to get onto a lot of praise for Lando as we go on throughout this uh, review here so I'm going to say right now that Piastri I think deserves just as much praise because what you've got to remember is this is his 10th ever Formula 1 race. And he's attacking the two-time world champion in the most dominant car of all time. And he's looking legit, never seemed to make a mistake. Absolutely fantastic from Oscar Piastri. Equally as fantastic as Lando Norris as we continue. So uh, Max is in second place, Lando in first. Uh, Max gets onto the back of Lando around about lap four. DRS is now active and Max takes the lead back at lap five. Uh, this is when Piastri seems to be going onto the back of Lando Norris and he gets told not to attack, which is something that I don't like to see because I think Lando was fast enough anyway and it just devalues what he's doing to me because people can always say, oh yeah, but he was told. I think even if they'd been told and they were free to fight, it would have been fine, but there you go. Further back of the grid, Lewis Hamilton passes Fernando Alonso for P7. Aston had an extremely anonymous race, as we'll get into in a bit. Uh, at some point, Nico Hulkenberg lost his front wing, lost a section of it, sorry, and he pits very early. Also very early, Esteban Ocon retires the car due to a hydraulics issue. That was on lap 10. Rain is threatened at lap 11, but that never arrives. Yuki Snow at a very early pit stop, lap 15. And then Perez passes Albon to get into the top 10 after his awful qualifying from yesterday. Charles Leclerc makes his first pit stop of the day to go from mediums to hards on lap 19. The first of many issues with Ferrari. <clears throat> Science also pits mediums to hards lap 27. The most interesting thing about this is they couldn't get the mediums to last 27 laps. George Russell makes the softs last 29 laps as he goes from the softs to the mediums. Perez also comes in that lap to pit for the softs. Piastri comes in lap 30 to pit for the hards. Um, Russell goes around the outside of Leclerc at 4p8. A fantastic move from George Russell on lap 32. And then Piastri gets past Gasly for P5 on the same lap. This is where we see Kevin Magnussen has broken down on the side of the road. His engine's on fire. That's lap 33. This brings out a virtual safety car. Under the virtual safety car, Charles Leclerc pits again, desperate to get off the hard tyres. Hard tyres weren't working for him 
at all. Albon also pits this lap for softs, and then when this gets turned from a virtual safety car to a full safety car, Max Verstappen comes in from the race lead for the softs. Lando Norris comes in from P2 for the hards, despite the fact that Lando asked for the soft tyres. Lewis Hamilton also comes in for the soft tyres. At this point, everyone on the track was on softs, apart from both McLarens and Carlos Sainz. Now, due to the uh, virtual safety car and uh, the full safety car, Piastri pitted before them, Hamilton pitted after, and Hamilton inherited third position due to that. Very unlucky from Piastri, who didn't do anything wrong and did very well. Um, at this point, I, as well as many others, suspected that McLaren have made a huge mistake here. The softs, Russell, proved that you can get them to last to the end of the race. They were a much faster tyre, obviously, because they're the softs, but... Um, yeah, McLaren somehow made it work. Maybe it's because they have two excellent, excellent drivers driving their car. Because the safety car comes in and Lewis Hamilton is all over Lando Norris until lap 39. But there was some beautiful defensive driving from Lando Norris. Even there was one point where Lewis looked like he was going to go down the inside of cops. And I was having, you know, PTSD flashbacks to 2021. And thinking any minute now we're going to see Lando Norris fly off into a barrier and end up in hospital. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen because Lewis Hamilton wasn't fast enough to beat a McLaren on hards. Uh, DRS is enabled again at this point, but still, Lando Norris keeps it in front of Lewis. Fantastic stuff. Uh, then Carlos Sainz, the other guy who was on the hards, but he had pitted for the hards quite a bit earlier, his tyres went off completely. In a match of three corners, he lost positions to Perez, Albon, and then his teammate Leclerc. His teammate, who he fought harder than the other two guys combined. The really elbows out between the Ferrari lads there. Then it was Sainz versus Gasly. And there was two belter moves, absolutely beautiful moves. So you have Gasly go round the outside that long right hander before uh, Cops, and then going into Cops, Science goes down the inside and takes it right back. Incredible stuff. That was on lap 45. Uh, then we cut back to Gasly a little bit later, and he has an issue. We discover this is because Stroll has basically hit him, and uh, there was a rear suspension failure for Pierre Gasly at that point. Uh, Lance Stroll would get a five-second penalty for that, for causing a collision. And then we go to the final lap, where Max Verstappen crosses the line, finally winning the British Grand Prix. He should have won it in 2021. He should have won it in 2022. He has won it in 2023. Lando Norris, very happy for him. The crowd were ecstatic for him in second place. Lewis Hamilton, his 14th British Grand Prix podium in third place. Piastri, who, as I said, was absolutely fantastic, deserved third place, but has to settle for fourth this time out. Russell in fifth. Perez uh, has once again damaged limitations in sixth. Alonso in a very anonymous seventh. Albon, fantastic in eighth. Albon was properly chasing down Alonso at the end there. A couple more laps and he would have got him, but eighth is a great result for the Williams team. Leclerc in ninth. Sainz in tenth. Sargent just missing out on his first ever F1 points in 11th. Bottas goes from the back of the grid to 12th. Hulkenberg 13th. Stroll 14th. Joe 15th. Yuki comes home in 16th. De Vries is the last of the finishers in 17th. Then it's a DNF for Gasly, a DNF for Magnussen, DNF for Ocon. But wow, what a race that was. Really, really fun stuff. Love that. Um, driver of the day went to Lando. 
100% deserved, of course. Really, really fantastic stuff. But you're looking at the McLaren now and seeing how fast that is, and you've got to think, can they keep this up? I mean, they were fast in Austria with these upgrades. Lando had the full upgrades this weekend, looked even faster. Piastri will have those full uh, upgrades next time out in Hungary. So he'll be fast too. I mean, McLaren are the team to watch at this point. It was Aston, but they have fallen off at this point, it seems. That's two races in a row now without an Aston podium, which is the longest they've gone out without a podium this season. Mercedes still looking there or thereabouts. Of course, Max and the Red Bull leading the charge, but Checo seems to have fallen off. A lot uh, shaking up across the grid. Some really exciting stuff to look forward to over the next two races before the summer break, which will be Hungary and then, of course, Spa, which is a sprint race. No one really knows why, but there it is. So, um... We'll get into this all a bit more tomorrow when we do our driver ratings. I'll be talking about each driver's performance, given the scale of 1 to 10. But yeah, as I'm sitting right here, great race, really good. I don't know if it's race of the season. I might give that to Monaco so far this year, because that was really quite fun. Uh, but let me know if you think this one was race of the year. I just thought it was a jolly good time. I hope you enjoyed it too. As I said, back again tomorrow for the driver ratings. I will see you there. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Goodbye.